Hey, it's Tom Payne, also known as Jesus from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Tom Payne. Tom Payne. <laughs> oh, the headphone jack is screwed up again. Oh, no. Or it's my headphones. You're I can't tell. Thing. <laughs> that didn't help. No? No, I'm not hearing it. Oh, eh, no. barely. Why don't you make it louder? I'll blast it from one ear through to the other oh, ear. God. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to Walkers and Talkers episode... 130. 130. Woo! Nailed it. Tom Payne. Tom Payne. Well, by now you should know, I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM in New York. In New York City. In NYC. <laughs> uh, Jamie works for arguably one of the biggest at work, all day, listening to the radio, radio stations on the planet. Yes. In fact, my, my wife has been listening to you guys at work. Because that's oh, what the office... thank you, Mrs. Brody. Yeah. So she, she said something like, oh, I heard uh, Bob and Christine, blah, 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 blah. And I said, oh, how'd you... How'd you how'd, how'd, how'd... <laughs> they were on the same time my show's on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what's on in our office. Listen, first of all, the Elvis Duran Morning Show is safe for your office. However, Light FM's great. And ha- you, when do you guys... Uh, not an exact date. You haven't announced that yet, right? What? Christmas music? We already switched. Oh, oh you already switched? Last Friday. All right, so it's all holiday. I'm, no, I'm not going to promote. I'm not. <laughs> You guys do enough already. You get plenty of ratings. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know how anybody... We're Christmas like, 24-7. I, listen, I love holiday music. I just don't know how 24-7 in the office and you're at the mall after a while. But you guys are doing it. It We're works every it. year. It's great. It. Yeah. So congrats to that. Thank Enjoy you. your holiday season of holiday music. <laughs> uh, so this episode, uh, episode seven, Stradivarius... I don't know why it's spelled with a D in the episode. I love when Chris Hart was like, can we just call it a violin? <laughs> I was thinking after Michonne broke the violin, spoiler, she broke the violin. Spoiler. That they were just going to show like it was a fake. Like there was something in it like, oh, made in China or something. Oh, yeah. But like, I've been carrying it around all this time and it's not real. But I guess it had to be real so he'd be sad. Yeah, it was sad. You liked the episode? I really did. I am loving this season. Me too. I have to agree with you. And uh, I'm excited and frightened for what's coming. Yeah, you kind of made me nervous a minute ago before we started. Why? <laughs> because you go, oh, if they live, and I'm like, you know something. You're like, uh, and I'm like, you're smirking. You know no, something. No, okay, we were ta- we were talking about Aaron and Jesus. Yeah. And we'll talk more about it as we get in the episode. But you said, oh, I think there's a little uh, romance brewing. Yeah. And I said I didn't think they were romantic. I think there's a friendship that may turn into something. It but could not brew. not all straight people fall in love. Not all gay people fall no. in love. We don't know. No. Um, that being said, it's been s- almost eight years since yeah. Eric died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Six and then a year and a half and some other time. And it's been a long time. Yeah. So it's, all I said was, yeah, there'll be a relationship if they survive. I don't know anything. Just people die on this show. You smirked. No, I didn't. <laughs> I always smirk around you, Jamie. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> all right, let's move on. I did okay. not I don't know anything. There's no, don't read into that. I don't know anything. Okay. All right, so... Let's talk a little Walking Dead news. Uh, there's a bunch of season nine pictures that were released. You could find them on all of the big websites, but uh, I think I got these off maybe comicbook.com or fansided or one of them. Just do search for Walking Dead news sites. You'll find them. Um, there's a picture of three teenagers, uh, Rodney, Addie, who's the little girl with curly hair, and Gage, who I like to think of as chum. My guess is at least one of them will die soon. Okay. Um, it looks like they befriend Henry because there's another picture of the three of them in the woods with Henry. Oh, boy. He's got his stick and gauge uh, that he's walking with a lantern. 
through the woods. Oh, now, we don't know what episode this is. We don't know what they're looking yeah, for. We don't. My guess is it's before they realize the whisperers are a danger because they wouldn't be out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think about Carl's episodes when he runs into the whispers and how it relates to Henry, who's taking the, the Carl role, role yeah. in most things. Okay. Outside of Judy ta- Judith talking to Negan, it looks like Henry's going to take a lot of the storyline from Carl. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a picture of Father Gabriel. I'm not, I'm not the religion that Father Gabriel is, but in the picture, he's got like a gold bowl. I'm guessing it could be holy water or like for a communion or a okay. baptism or whatever. Uh, I guess a baptism. And he's he's in the cell with Negan hmm. or he's up against a similar brick wall okay. as Negan, the concrete wall. Yeah. Maybe he's going there to absolve him of his sins or whatever. Who knows? It's been, you know, he's been in jail for six years. Seven and Seven a half. Seven and a half. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a few pictures of Al Dante. Oh, Al Dante. Yeah, you guys should know who that is yeah. by now. Uh, it's Alden. Uh, there's a picture of Henry and the blacksmith and Alden mm-hmm. working together. So that must be a few episodes from now. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, so, okay, some more news. Walking Dead fans threaten to riot if Daryl's dog dies. So the old saying was, oh, if Daryl dies, dies, we, we riot. riot. So now people are tweeting, if dog dies, we riot. I love what he calls because him he's dog. dog. He just is dog. They asked Angela Kang if the dog would live for a while. And she said, now, she's like, this is, I could hear her saying this. Because when you meet her, she's very demure. She's so and cute. Yeah, she's right. So she said, oh my gosh, I don't even, I don't even know if I have the heart to kill the dog, man. Uh, she told Entertainment Weekly. Um, and then uh, Norman Reedus said, I guess the dog's real name is Seven. Yeah. He says, uh, I love it. I think he's the smartest cast member we got. We just did a scene the other day that ended up being the opposite of what it was supposed to be because the dog just wanted to do something else and it came out so much better. He'll probably be running the show. It's great. I love it. He loves me too. Uh, Some theories about the X scars. I will give my theory when we get to the middle of the episode. Okay. But here's some things. So we already saw that- Michonne has one. Michonne has one. And in the episode that we're going to review- uh, Daryl has one. Daryl has a lot of scars. Okay, but he has an X scar. Yeah, he does. Okay. Right in the same spot. With his So this is from uh, comicbook.com. Uh, in an interview with Insider, I believe, with his behind-the-scenes camera work, Michael Cutlitz was burdened with emphasizing a growing mystery as Daryl revealed he has an X on his back, just as Michonne had in the pre- uh, previous episode. He, so Cutlitz says this, the man who can't keep a secret. <laughs> uh, uh, where we're dealing with Michonne where she has separated herself from the Hilltop group and sort of isolated herself with just Alexandria, we're not exactly sure why. We will find out later. Uh, A lot of it's tied to the X that we see on her back that we just revealed on Michonne's back. Mm. Now we see it on Daryl's back. So he's it. So I thought, I think I said this last week, I thought it was a tribute to Rick because it was in the same spot. Or it was a branding. Right. But it's in the same spot. I think it's not a good thing. That Rick was injured. Yeah. Right? Um... He says a lot of it's tied to the X we see on her back. Uh, now we see it on Daryl's back. Well, uh, now this is uh, while the X might have to do with Michonne and Maggie's strained relationship. Mm. Viewers only know the story also involves Daryl and an event which took place during the six-year time jump. Uh, the audience is going to want to know what that's about. Said Cutlets, they're going to find out what that's about. But that is something that connects them all. Even though they're all separated right now, we're going to find out why. It's possible other characters now have similar scars. I was just going to say, I think they're not the only ones with that scar. The man can't keep a secret. Yeah. Cutlets. Cutlets can't keep yeah. a secret. Uh-huh. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, 
you should listen in order, but okay. In the season six finale of The Walking Dead. Or premiere. Premiere. In the premiere, right, because he'd already been killed. It, oh, by the, the way, Abraham's dead. The one dead. where it was raining. Right. They were talking about things coming up in the in the season. And they were wrapping up the show, and Cutlets turns to uh, Scott and Gimple. Gimple and says, oh, don't forget about my big episode coming oh. up. Right? That was supposed to be a surprise. Yes. We called Cutlets on it, and he's like, no, 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 yeah, lies. <laughs> lies. It seems these X marks might be rooted in Maggie and Michonne's differences. We're going to find out why Michonne had distance with Maggie when last we saw her, she didn't. So when Rick, they think Rick died, Maggie and Michonne were no longer fighting about Negan because Maggie had gone into prison, yep. didn't kill him, and they were fine. I mean, they had conflict over the Negan thing, but that was resolved. She stepped aside. She let Maggie tell that story and carry that story off the way she had to because she knew she had to. There's no conflict left there, really. They actually agreed. The feud is something else. So what's different now? We're going to find out, Cutlet said. But right now we know in episode seven that they're separated and it's a wonderful reflective moment for Michonne to hear a small group sort of holding a mirror up to what they used to be, meaning Magna's group. This small group not only needs each other but in but is there for each other and one of the people in that group is telling the story of basically civilization and what civilization needs to thrive, which is Luke, and one of the main things it needs to th- survive and thrive is to share. So... In other words, she sees the Magna group as what they used to be, mm-hmm. what the Rick group of survivors yes. used to be. So what I get out of that, all of that, with Cutlass is dropping little hints, I had originally thought that possibly they all gave themselves those scars like tattoos in honor of Rick. Maybe they did, and yeah. maybe Maggie wouldn't get one. Here's the thing. Mm. Uh, here, there's some theories coming up. I'm going to read to you right now in a minute, some more theories on, on that whole thing. Michonne was acting like Maggie was mad at her. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't go there because Maggie's there. Not that I'm mad at Maggie, but that Maggie's mad at me. Yeah. I feel like she messed up. How, though? Well, they keep alluding to letting someone in and it didn't go right. Yes, they do. At first, I thought they meant Anne, Jadis. Mm. But I don't think Father Gabriel ever told anybody that Anne was trading people. I don't think so either, no. Right? No. So, and Anne didn't do anything that bad weapon-wise. She didn't really physically hurt anyone. They don't know she took Rick. No. Now, Father Gabriel knows she was trading people previous to being Jadis. Yeah. But did he tell anybody that she tried to trade him? I don't think so. It doesn't seem like it. Because right. the he only just person she, he would tell is Rick, and then he He just thinks she walked off. Yeah. That she escaped, Yeah, whatever. he doesn't know where she went. So, something happened... Here's what Brandon Davis, our Red Blazer friend from the oh, Red, Red Carpet, he's yeah. of course a big shot on comicbook.com. Mm-hmm. He writes, somewhere in the six years which have passed since Rick Grimes disappeared, Michonne and Daryl were brutally scarred with markings of an X on their back. Also along the way, Michonne and Maggie had an intense falling out, which caused them to be off of speaking terms, so much so that Michonne was unaware of Maggie's permanent exit mm. from the hilltop. Finally, Daryl Dixon has decided to live in isolation which might be related to the entire situation. Now, that I disagree with because he said in this episode wh- why he was living in the woods. Yeah. It's possible Maggie, Daryl, and Michonne encountered another group during the time jump. In the unseen by audiences period, a new group could have been menacing the survivors from Alexandria and Hilltop. Given their opposing views on how to handle threats, Michonne may have stood for Rick's beliefs in keeping enemies alive and punishing them later. Meanwhile, Maggie would have wanted to kill an enemy who attempted or threatened to kill her or her people. If Michonne's method prevailed and this group cost the hilltop 
or Alexandria survivors, it would be enough to keep Michonne and Maggie from speaking to one another. Mm-hmm. So let's say somebody invaded or they captured somebody and Michonne said, no, we've got to lock them up. Rick wouldn't want them killed. And that person then hurt people. Yeah. Maggie would have been pissed at Michonne for once again not killing, not somebody. killing somebody. And maybe Herschel was threatened and that's why she left with Herschel. Yeah. Hmm. All good theories. I got to take the phone out because we got some. We got, we got some a lot. A lot of tweets. I want to make sure I don't read them out of order, but and when I say out of order, I mean before the review. Let's see. Oh, Lonnie. He says, "Ha, Jesus listening to Jesus and Mary Chain made me snort." I have to take his word on that song. I didn't look it up. I assume he's correct. Um, Charlie James. He says, "I'm thinking Jesus hasn't told anyone but Maggie about him being gay." Uh, so it was no surprise Tara didn't know they're getting it on. I don't think, I don't think they're, they're getting, not getting it, it on. on. No, 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 Jesus and Aaron are not getting it on that we know of. No. Okay. Um, Marcus Cheney, our boy Marcus uh, DC, he says the new people, meaning Magna's group, are like X game champions with the weapons. Pinpoint archer, two slingshot competitors, a knife slinger, and a bitch who might as well be a ball boy at a college tennis match. Oh, I guess that means Luke. Oh, I was like, wait. <laughs> is Mr. Stradivarius good for anything? Aww. And then he writes, what the fuck, D-A-F-U-Q, more X's on the back, which... Yep, we just talked about. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, Severin Lynn writes, okay, it's seriously time for Daryl to get a bath, get his hair cut, and put on some clean clothes. Sorry at the talking, Jamie. I know you adore him. I do. He did get a haircut, though. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, Marcus again. Well, that was pretty definitive. Jesus is the leader and Maggie is gone. You call that. And boy, did they leave it open in case Whiskey Sour Go-Go Power Rangers fails. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Go-Go Power. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Marcus. Oh, that's funny. All right. So let's talk about the episode. Uh, it opens with Rosita running. She's bloody. Uh, she's hearing the whispers. She's got no energy left and she falls down. That was a crazy So she was with Eugene last week. Where the hell did she, she left him? For where'd she go? Yeah. Now in the comic book, Marco and Ken were the two people in that scene that buried themselves in the ditch. Mm-hmm. Ken is the blacksmith's son; he's already dead. Yeah. And Marco is a background character at Hilltop, so they use Eugene and Rosita. Okay. And in the comics, uh, Marco leaves Ken in the barn, or vice versa. So it's very similar. Probably because Eugene's injured, so she's maybe the one to go get. Now help. here's the thing. What happens to Marco and Ken in the comics and what happens to Eugene and Rosita in the comics may not happen now because they've switched roles. Okay. That's what I'm saying. They remix things. They did. They'd like to remix. Uh, yeah. Keep it fresh. And, and I'm, yeah, keep it fresh. And I'm saying those, those three teenagers, there's no way they're all living. There's okay. no way. Okay. All right. I mean, whatever happens. Okay. All right. Daryl and Henry and Melissa. No, Carol. Carol. Sorry, Carol. Sorry. Yeah. Carol warns Henry that there are traps everywhere. So they're walking through Daryl's area. And she's like, there's traps everywhere. Interesting that Carol knew that. I guess she's been there before. But I'll tell you why that's interesting later on. Uh, Daryl has a dog named Dog. Oh, it's named Dog. Uh, yep. Daryl hasn't eaten, but the dog has, we find out. Uh, Michonne and Magna's group and Sadiq and DJ. DJ was the guy from Sanctuary. DJ is damn hot now. Yeah, he cleaned up. My God. So he was like Jed's muscle. Hello, in Tent DJ. City when they ambushed Carol. Yes. Also, when the fight broke out. Over Jadis yep. uh, in the woods, and Daryl's like, it ends now. Yeah. He was one of those guys that picked up a machete. Yep. 
So but now he's totally on the good side. Yeah. He's actually has some power. Yeah, but I feel like he could be a red shirt. Not yet. He's, I too, feel like he's making, too hot. I feel like they're making him like, oh, he, you know, he why'd he turn his life around and Don't they're gonna kill, kill him. Don't kill him yet. All right. Sadiq tells Michonne that he knows that she likes Magna's group, and Michonne admits that, but says, doesn't mean I trust them. Mm. Magna wants her knives back. Let it go, lady. The, the whole, the whole, the whole episode. I want my shit back. I just got my shit back. I gotta give it up again. I need my shit. Miko says Magna's on edge since Bernie died again with the Bernie, the one percent. <laughs> and they, and they then they talk about how his his ugly paisley shirt. How his shirt was so yeah. ugly and he wore it all the time despite Magna. Yeah, to make her mad. Michonne says it's been a while since she was a Hilltop, which we talked about. Uh, over at Hilltop, they're thriving. They've got huge amounts of crops growing outside the fences. That was a cool aerial view to see yeah. everything going on. Uh, Enid is a doctor now, I guess. Mm, She's Dr. running the infirmary. Enid. And, I, and I knew right there she wasn't the leader of Hilltop. Then we see Tara acting like the leader. We find out later she's second in command. Yep. So they tried to trick us. They said she... Now, Michonne was like, oh, she running Hilltop. She's running Hilltop. She might let you in. Right. She meant Maggie because she didn't know any better. We were trying to guess who the new she was. And we thought Enid, but Michonne had not known at that point. Maggie but it's Jesus. Had left. It's Jesus. Tom Payne. Jesus is the leader. I'm not the first to say those words. <laughs> Tara walks in on Jesus listening to one of Georgie's records. As we learned, it was Jesus and Mary Chain. Um, he's reading a letter from Maggie. He says the twins dropped it off, which means she's a Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. Commonwealth, big in the comics, but we shouldn't be up to that yet, which we're not. But she went there, I guess, because she was friendly with Georgie, and they got to write her off the show because she's doing uh, Whiskey A Go-Go. <laughs> Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Right. Um, Jesus is reelected as the leader. There was a vote, and he doesn't seem thrilled about it. No, he seems kind of just... Uh. Right. Uh, Daryl crossbows a snake up against a tree. Oh, man. Then he caught a rabbit in a trap. So Why he's got... did he cut its head off and put it in his pocket? For dog? Maybe for dog. Or maybe his bait. Yeah. Like fish I bait. I saw them like, oh. Casey's fishing. Cut the head off. Listen, he's a survivalist. He, he knows is. what he's doing. You know, he uses all the parts. Right. Parts is parts. Parts is parts. Carol says Daryl is living there longer than he said he would. She wants Daryl to live at Hilltop and keep an eye on Henry, and he doesn't want any part of that. I don't want to be his damn babysitter. He says, I need it. He's an idealist. And Daryl says, hey, he'll learn like everybody else, just like you and I did, Carol. And back to Michonne and Magna's group. I'm going to refer to them as Eminem. Oh, I like that. Because I, st- I got sick of ty- typing it and copying it's and pasting like it. Michonne and Magna. Uh, they arrive where they said their, their van or their cart was. And the vehicle's flipped over. All this stuff is ransacked and picked over. Sadiq picks up and takes a recorder and a flute. As if they're his. They belong to the group. Yeah, and he kind of put it in his pocket like, uh... Well, first he went to put it in his mouth, and Michelle was like, don't play that around me. Yeah, yeah. can't put that in your mouth. Ew. First of all, you're a doctor. I know. You of all people should know about sanitary. don't put it in your mouth. What? Don't put it in your mouth. Sorry, what? Um, We're we're moving on We're moving on? Uh, (laughs) Michelle... Okay, so Luke is looking for a special instrument, which we find out later is the violin. Uh... At first, when he said, I'm looking for an instrument, I thought, I thought the recorder. That's what I thought. I'm like, you SOB, you just put it in your pocket. And you didn't say and anything. It. And you never said, do you mean the you, recorder? I thought, yes. He never goes, you mean this? Or the flute that he picked up and put that in his pocket? Yeah, in his back pocket. What the hell? Uh, Michonne tells DJ to take all their weapons. He's like the he's like uh, her, her little bitch. Yeah. DJ, do the muscle work for me. <laughs> uh, she goes, I can't let you take five armed people into Hilltop. My guess is they let somebody armed into one of the, the communities. Something Or multiple communities. Yeah, something went awry. Magna's pissed. She says, you aren't coming and you haven't been there in such a long time and we can't have our weapons? What the F? 
Michonne says you can take your weapons and you can go out on your own. But if you want to go to Hilltop and have a chance at a better life, the weapons stay with us. And then Luke, who I love, our boy Dan Fogler. You know, like, I, I'll, I'll take option number two, please. He says, I'll take option uh, number two. Uh, option two. Option two. Uh, let's let's bring Dan Fogler over here. Oh, let's. We played it last week, but he's our boy. So Hi, this is Dan Fogler, Luke on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Thanks, folks. Perfect. He was on Talking Dead also. He was adorable. I love that episode of Talking he's Dead. He's sort of like a, like a... Like a kid, he like is. he's sort of like, uh, like I could just see his like feet swinging off the couch. Yeah, he doesn't seem like an adult, which no. I love about him. He's, he's just funny. like, this is the greatest job ever. <laughs> he's just like, and it's weird because he, I mean, look, he's an actor, but he sort of plays himself on as the Luke character, kind of, yeah. But in Fantastic Beasts, he plays a very lovable cherub of a guy, yeah, uh, with some of the boyhood uh, charm to him, true, but more so I think as Luke. Uh, let's see. Oh, so Miko talks everyone into going to Hilltop. She's like, "Listen, let's just get there. They wouldn't have, they they wouldn't have put us back together if they were going to split us up or they were going to kill us. Like, I have to trust them." Yeah. By the way, she's emerging as the leader because she, first of all, she kicks ass with the bow and arrow. Yeah. And she sort of looks like she's badass. Yeah. But Magna looks badass. They all kind of do. Yeah. The slingshot thing, I, I guess it's kitschy. That was kind of cool, though. Yeah, but it's not. I don't know if it's badass. I think it's just you know. Well, she's also a kid. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Again, these are the kind of things that Fear the Walking Dead didn't have all those seasons. Yes, true. Cool cool weapons. Give him a slingshot. Give him a slingshot. Uh, Michonne says, the sun will be down soon. We should find shelter. Uh, Jesus riding on a horse. Now, when somebody came flying out of nowhere and knocked him off. What the actual F? Was he on a fucking springboard? They, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, first of all, I back it up and go, "What?" I don't think a human being, unless he was like on a hill, could fly up at horse level. That's what I thought. I thought, how the hell did he go airborne and just spring up? Right that? now, you knew it was him because you saw the metal arm go flying but by. Holy crap! And, but here's look. I understand you're training him to fight, right? But you flung him off a horse. You could have broken his neck. My God. I I don't feel like. I've never seen. Like stuntmen can do that. Yeah. Right? He definitely leaped off a springboard or something. Oh, he had to have. He was too high and too airborne. So I'm calling airborne bullshit. I, I did too. Like I, I literally bullshit. go, what the fuck? When I yeah. saw it. <laughs> so af- they fight. After the fight, Aaron tells Jesus that Michonne is being difficult about the fair. She doesn't want to come. She doesn't want to be part of the whole thing. Which may have been a good move, uh, long term. Uh, Jesus says the fair is important to bring everyone back together. Aaron says she doesn't even know about Maggie. Like we don't know how long Maggie's been gone. Yeah. But Maggie's gone. Yeah. And since Jesus got reelected as leader, Maggie's been gone a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Reelected. True. Rosita shoots up a flare. Jesus and Aaron see it, and somehow they find her. That flare was super far. Yeah, it was super far and it arched like and all flares arched. do. And I'm like, and they found her in the woods. And again, if she fell asleep, like we saw her, like conked out. Yeah. Again, like the same as um, what's her face from Fear. Uh, oh, uh, Al. Al. Do walkers not bother you if you're sleeping? That's what I think. I was like, she's been kind of out of it for a while. There's no way that and she could fight off anybody. So they find her. She says, "I left Eugene at a barn." Walkers are coming, so she never really gets to explain to them the story. No. Which is typical of, like, the one the one eyewitness is in a coma. Yeah. You know? Or yeah. they get dragged away. Yeah. Right, okay. They were talking, but I didn't Right. Tell you. They leave with Rosita and hope Eugene will be okay until tomorrow, because it's getting dark. 
By the way, they use that a lot this episode. It's getting dark. We better find shelter. Yeah, they did. Back in the day, they did what they had to do they in the did dark. all that shit through the night. Right. I guess they've gotten smarter, but yeah, still. Yeah, well true. Daryl's cooking the rabbit, I guess. Yeah, rabbit stew. Because then he skins the snake. Uh. And his dog drops off a walker foot. Bah. Henry realizes his mom wants Daryl to be his chaperone. Uh, Carol gives Daryl a haircut, as we saw. Daryl says, I know you think I'm still looking for him. We never found the body. And Carol says, you have to let that go. So what we've learned is he's out there looking for Rick. Mm-hmm. Because as we've said before, no body. Nope. We don't know he's dead. He could be out here. Six years he's looking. Here's what else that tells you, if, which some people may not have realized. If they are still looking for Rick, that means the three movies don't happen during the time jump. All of them. Don't happen during? In other words, there were people thinking yeah. that Rick escapes or they find Rick or there's some interaction during the six-year period. Yeah. Right? And that maybe he dies at the end of the third movie and they're mourning the loss oh, of him right. dying so clearly now. That they haven't had any interaction right. in six now, years. Now, maybe two movies take place in the, in the time jump, mm-hmm. in the six years, and the third movie takes place maybe after season 10. Okay. And then there could be a crossover between the show and the movies. Yeah. But clearly, six years, no sign of Rick. None. To our knowledge, no sign of Jadis either. No. Which means neither one has come back. And there's been no uh, mention, if correct me if I'm wrong, where, oh, where'd, J- where'd Anne go? Which means if Rick is alive right? in those six, right. No if, one said, like, where'd she go? Well, maybe Father Gabriel said she ran off yeah. and didn't give more detail. Yeah. But if Rick is on an island somewhere or in a prison somewhere being tested or he can't get off the oh. island, that means six years go by in at least one movie Yeah. where he doesn't get out of where he is. Yikes. And no one says a message, sends a message back that he's there. No. So that's not promising. That's not, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Henry asks Daryl how he got the scar, and Daryl ignores him. How did he see the scar? Was there a scene that we missed where he bent over and he saw the scar on his back? Oh, I saw that because he was changing his shirt, so he had his shirt off. That was later. Yeah. And this is at the campfire. Yeah. Henry says to him, how'd you get the scar? Oh, you're right. That did come after. We hadn't seen the scar yet. Yeah, you're right. So is that, that a writing error? First. Did they shoot the scenes out of sequence? I thought he meant like some scar on his cheek or something. That's, you're right. Actually, no, you're right. He he had the shirtless scene a little while after that. So yeah, I don't. Then I thought, I, what scar is he talking about? Does does Daryl have a thing on his face? Yeah, I thought the same thing. And if let's say he saw the X scar, that means no one at the kingdom has that scar, and no one at the kingdom knows about the scar. Yeah, or no one wants to talk about it. It was a new about thing it. about, or, or maybe it was only Hilltop and Alexandria. They're not supposed to know talk about it, right? So that that's that's a that's a question that needs to be asked or a mistake. Michonne standing guard over everyone sleeping. She hears something. It's Luke. Oh, Luke. He's holding something with his back turned to her. Now, listen. Luke is the most innocent, <laughs> nebbishy guy. Yes. What do you think he's doing? Like, building a weapon? Like... I think he's just... And he doesn't have a gun, so why are you telling him to drop it? You're 10 feet away from him. What's he going to do if he spins around with a weapon? He doesn't have a gun. No. He's not capable of overtaking you with a sword. No. So, I don't know why he didn't say it's a violin. He should It's just Stradivarius. <laughs> and, and why he couldn't put it on the table or down on That's the... That's what I thought. She I thought, said drop it. I thought, put it on the table. 
She says, drop it. He says, I can't. You don't understand. Well, then tell her it's a fucking violin. I don't know. Exactly. It's Stradivarius. (laughs) He turns slowly. She cuts the violin in half. That's on him. Right? He didn't say. He could have said something or he could have put it back down on the table. Well, he could have reached out with his arm slowly and said, look, it's a violin. Yeah. It's a Stradivarius. She would have cut his arm off probably. Yeah, probably she would. (laughs) Uh, Everybody comes running in um, and... uh, you know, at that point, I was like, it had to be the violin, because they didn't show it at that point. Out in the woods, Henry wakes up in a tent to hear something. This is the trailer from last last week. He sees a walker. Daryl jumps out, asks if he's following him. He kills the walker. Uh, walkers are surrounding the barking dog, which is tied up outside. Poor dog. Daryl tries to free it. Now, somehow, the dog got caught in a trap. Yeah. We learn later that the dog was used to let him know if a walker escaped. Yeah. Right? So he said it's never happened before. So I'll give you my theory in a second. Okay. So Daryl tries to free it. Walkers grab Daryl's feet. He drops his knife. He tells Henry to stay back. Daryl breaks free and kills the walkers, of course. Thank you, Daryl. A walker whose foot is stuck breaks his leg off and flies at Daryl. This happened on Fear this season with one of the walkers that was stuck and it broke its leg off and oh, went yeah, after Daryl. Yeah, it comes out. Yeah. Henry stops it with its stick. Daryl kills it. It lands on Henry's foot and scrapes him a little bit. I guess not enough that he has to worry about the virus. No. He has a slight limp, and they walk away. Uh, We see Carol in the woods aiming her bow and arrow just in case. So she was awake. Set up. She didn't come running to help. It was like she wanted them to work together. Now, you're taking a risk. Yeah. That Daryl could have been injured or bitten or Or whatever. Or Henry. And dog. So my theory, and you can tweet us if you agree or disagree. Well, yeah, obviously you do one of those. I think Carol set the dog up. I think Carol got the dog in the trap, safe in the middle, yeah. where the walkers couldn't get to it, but to make enough noise to wake Henry up and Daryl yeah. in the hopes that they would kind of bond. Team up. And she was there with the arrow just in case. Kind of looking. Set the whole thing yonder. up. The mastermind. Yeah. yeah. She's, it, she's, it's risky, though. I, I, get, I get it's a TV show, but very risky. Yeah. Okay. Um... Now, Daryl takes his shirt off. His back is all scarred. He has the X scar. He had a lot of scars. Yeah, he had, like, like he was whipped. Yeah. Or cut. Something. Yikes. So I, at that point, I thought they still did it to honor Rick. It's in the spot. It's there. It is weird that it's in that spot, but to me, it looked like it wasn't a good thing that happened when it happened. Right. I was like, mm. Now, is it possible the helicopter people came for them? And cut them open. Like, did the helicopter people give but them? Then, when they know about Rick, then well, I guess if they no, didn't say maybe anything. the helicopter people put a scar like that on Rick where they sewed him up. Oh God! There's got to be a reason why it's that spot. Yeah. I mean, did did they come for a kidney? Did Rick need a kidney? And the helicopter people came. Oh God! And harvested it is in the spot. Oof. Maybe they harvested their kidneys because Rick needed a kidney, and they can't do blood tests. Out in the open. Oh, my God. So they just took both to see what would fit? Oh. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe somehow they, maybe Jadis suggested the two of them because they were so and close to Rick. And so strong. Or maybe they, I mean, they didn't tell him Rick needs a kidney because they would think Rick was alive. Yeah. Maybe oh Rick needed a kidney. It is in the spot. Although he got shot in that spot twice, so his other kidney would be fine. Mm. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. I don't know. Something is going on weird with that. Yeah. Something's going on. Anyway, he tells Henry the dog checks the traps, and he never got stuck before. 
Then he thanks Henry for his help. Carol had to set them up. Yeah. Henry says, well, thanks for saving me and not telling my mom. Meanwhile, she knows, of course, she was in the woods. She was in the woods. He says, mom says you are best friends. She misses you. She worries about you. She shouldn't have to come find you. Let me ask you a question. When he's talking about that, and then he eventually, the next morning, packs up because of Carol, were you crying? Um, I was a little teared up. So you did cry. I loved when he, when she was cutting his hair and kind of like rubbed the hair out of his eyes. And then when he agreed to go, the smile Carol, Carol had on her face. I have this for you. It's new for every time you cry. Yeah, it's got your name in it. It does. So I don't know. I just thought of it last week when you were crying. Oh, I'm like, oh, Van Halen. That's Van Halen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's your sounder. Next time, you, <laughs> next time you're crying, well, you tell me you're crying. We'll play the sound. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So Daryl Dwight says, Dwight Daryl Daryl says you wouldn't want me looking over your shoulder all the time, would you? I, I get the feeling he doesn't, but at that point I'm like, yeah, he's going. Yeah, no, he's going. Uh, Eminem. Uh, Luke is upset his Stradivarius was destroyed. He says it's art from 1725. He tells a story about a cave where they found a 40,000-year-old flute. He believes music will play a role when society comes back. And Michonne's like, do you really believe that? And he's Michonne's like, like, that's all you think it's going to take? Right. <laughs> and Luke seems to win her over. Like, she's sort of looking like, oh, maybe there's some hope for society. Because yeah. it's a sweet, innocent thought. Right. Maggie says, I'm not going to Hilltop. I don't know what Maggie will do if she sees me. Michonne. What? You said Maggie said she won't go to Hilltop. Oh, sorry. Michonne will go to Hilltop. Right. So what the hell? So Maggie must, she must think Maggie's still pissed at her. Something went down. Somebody died. Yeah. And it's Michonne's fault. Had to be. Michonne, um, the reason why she's being hard on Magnus group, she must have let somebody in and and didn't search them and people were killed and something happened. So now she is not, no no exceptions. No exceptions. I will shut Shut that shit shit down. down. (laughs) I told you. Uh, so Sadiq says, Maggie's gone. Jesus runs Hilltop now. Ooh, Michonne that was says, an awkward moment. She's Michonne like, says, where is she? She's like, what? And before, of course, the story gets out, you DJ says, tell me now. Walkers. There's always walkers when you get into yeah. a good part. Yeah, you're like, hey, Rosita, where's Eugene? Walkers. walkers. <laughs> Over here. Yeah. How come that never happens in real life? Like, okay. I'm having a fight with my wife, and she's like, where were you? Uh, zombies. Oh, oh, zombies, gotta go. <laughs> so I can't talk now. Zombies. Uh, Magnus says, we need our weapons if we're going to fight. By the way, they were still in the house at that point. So maybe you, you could, you don't have many walkers. You could have outrun them. You don't really yeah. need your weapons. Yeah. Michonne ignores them completely. They run outside. There's all junk cars out there. Magna kills one of them with a brick. Damn. At this point, Michonne's risking everybody's lives. Yeah, at this point, like when I saw the aerial boom, like shit, give them their weapons now. Yeah, what are they going to kill you in the back? They're obviously good people. Yeah. You broke his violin. You broke his Stradivarius. Right. Uh, Sadiq runs towards a walker in the junkyard of cars and he kills him with something. An axe, a little axe or something. Yeah. Michonne gives them their weapons back. All right, take your weapons. Miko grabs her bow and arrow. Connie and Kelly have slingshots. Luke doesn't have anything but his knapsack of instruments. He had like a little ice pick, but like he said, I'm talking about it. keeps falling out of my hand. And he did, yeah, he didn't get to use it. He didn't it. use it. Now, he did say on, on Talking Dead that he never got to use it. Yeah. So did he lose it? Or does something happen to poor Luke before he gets to use it? I don't know. He just said, I keep dropping it and uh, losing it, and I don't get to use it. I hope he's... See, I don't want him to be the moral compass, because you know what happens Uh, to the moral compass. I feel like he's going to be around for a little while. But here's the thing. You have a large group of people. What are there, six of them? Five? Whatever it is. Yeah, like five of them. One, two, three, four, five. 
right? Yeah. Someone, the odds are one of them is going to die, right? Mm. Well, here's, here's my yeah, problem. at some point. Magna's their leader. She and Miko end up being lovers. Oh, spoiler. Mm. In the comics. I don't know about in real, in the, Oh, know. well, they were, yeah, she was laying on her lap and she was like rubbing and you, her head. And, and you stuff. can't kill one of the hard of hearing people because they need each other at the moment. Although everyone else sort of signs a little bit. They kind of all sign a little bit. I feel like they have to hang tough together. And they're, yeah, I, so I don't know. I don't want anything to happen to Luke. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I like Luke. He's my new favorite. Okay, so they wipe out the walkers. Miko shoots uh, the whole building thing. That was cool. Like one shot, I was like, boom, this shed thing goes down. Yeah, these guys are all good aims. Yeah, they are. They're nailing people with the slingshots. Uh, Michonne said, now, okay. Michonne's, they've basically cleared out the herd now. Michonne says to Magna, I think this is the same group that ran, that attacked your rig. Oh, God, this scene. Now, I cried. I cried. Now, I cried. Okay. I did. I I was like, oh, yeah, I did. This was like when we saw, um, Deanna. Oh, and we Sophia. saw Sasha. Sophia. Oh, and we saw Sophia. Oh. Sophia yeah. Like oh. your loved one. And there they're like, oh, man. But it was weird. It's like, I think this is the, I know how it's your group. It's like, really? How? Uh, that guy. Uh, Paisley like, Shark guy. Wouldn't she have Bernie. seen him? He was very casual. She's like, uh, this guy here? Maybe? Yeah. The one guy left? Like, they just happened to like the one guy left? Paisley Shark guy. Good thing that Bernie wore a loud shirt so we could identify him in the, as one of the walkers. Oh. So it's Bernie in the Paisley shirt. And he was going... Uh, 1%. <laughs> oh my God. Universal health care for everybody. <laughs> Who do you think, because it seemed like Magna took that harder than anybody else. So do you feel like, at first I thought that was a lover and then I'm no. like, no, she's not. So do you think that's more like a brother figure? I just think like, yeah, he was the leader. the hardest. And like, I think they were like the brother and sister. Like, yeah. he teased her with the shirt. She gave him a hard time. Because everyone was upset, but clearly she was the most upset. So I thought, all right. And they they've lost other people. Stronger but... bond than anybody yeah. else. Yeah, that was a uh, sad scene. Anyway, it walks right up to Magna and mm. she's like frozen. Yeah. And then Michonne has to kill him. Yeah. Put him down. She did it real, real slow. Yep. Uh, back at the woods, Daryl's packing up his bike. So he's going. Yeah, he's going. Uh, which he needs to be at Hilltop because, well, he needs to be at Hilltop for the story. Carol's acting like she slept the whole night. She's like, <laughs> oh, I feel so good. She's... No, you didn't. You were up with the bow and arrow. <laughs> I love Carol. Daryl says, I'm ready to go in 10 minutes. And she smiles like, I got him to do what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, back with the M&Ms. Uh, Magna's group is in the cart again. Michonne's talking to Miko about the pain of losing someone. And Miko tells Michonne they just want someplace safe to live. And Michonne has that look like, God, you guys remind me of us yeah. years ago. Sadiq tells Michonne that Maggie is with Georgie, someplace far off with some new community. Commonwealth. I wanted to tell you, but I promised someone I wouldn't, so I didn't. Who did Sadiq promise? Did he promise Maggie? I'm guessing Maggie or Jesus. Well, why wouldn't he say Maggie told me not to tell you? It was very specific, Rick. Somebody told me. Yeah, so we need to find out who it was. So I feel like they said that for a reason. Because you're right. Why wouldn't you just say Maggie told me not right. to tell you? So. He says, you should come to Hilltop. And she says, I'm needed back at Alexandria. I kept my promise to Judith. Like, I'm done. I said I would deliver them safely. And then Sadiq pulls the Carl card. Damn. What about your promise to Carl, mother? Huh? (laughs) Uh, uh, Explicit. Again, it's like, okay. So uh, two hilltoppers ride up on horses. They look like they were from the kingdom. 
Yeah, they very much look like they're from the game. They had spears and armor. They have a message for Alexandria. The message is uh, Hilltop has Rosita Espinosa. By the way, is there another Rosita? Uh, yeah, like there's only... She's been injured. More than one of her now, did you notice who was on the right? Mm, that yeah. is famous actor, childhood star, and now actor C. Thomas Howell. Was that Cutlet's friend? Yes. Who who was he when he was younger? Uh, look it up. Okay. He's in a lot of movies. Pull up IMDb as we're talking. Okay. Now, here's an interesting thing about C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell was in Southland, the TV show with Michael Cutlet's that I loved. Oh, yeah. He played a really bad, I think he was a drunk cop, and oh, Cutlets was him. on pain pills. Read his, what he's known for. The Outsiders, The Hitcher. Oh, he was an E.T. Yeah. Tyler. Right, he was the kid. He was oh, the boy. he was a little E.T. But that's boy. it. He was the E.T. boy. Oh. So all the people screaming, he was an E.T. Yes, but he was in other things. Oh, he looks like an older Jeffrey D. Morgan slash Josh Duhamel. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what he was great on. Wow. He was on Criminal Minds. Hmm. He played a serial killer for many episodes. Oh, and if I, I, I remember correctly, he killed Hotchner's wife. Spoiler: Hotchner's wife died like six years ago. Spider Man. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so see Thomas Howell. So uh, Cutlets, uh, who directed the episode, Abraham, uh, he said that they needed someone to ride on the horses because The Walking Dead doesn't want just anyone riding horses unless they're a stunt person. They've had enough problems with stunt people dying. Well, one stunt person dying, hmm. and so he said, "Well, I know see Thomas Howell. He lives in the area." And his whole family are stunt people. I bet you he'd do it. And C. Thomas Howell told him on the phone, do I die? And they said, no. He goes, I'll do it. Yeah. There's so, a chance I could come back. <laughs> so, yeah, they could, we could see him again even as an extra. Yeah. But uh, C. Thomas Howell, uh, been in a lot of things. But yeah. one of them was Southland with Michael Cutlets. Okay. Uh, so, Michonne says, tell them we're going to Hilltop with the others. She's like, okay, you guys are going to Alexandria. Let them know I'm going to Hilltop. So, she's changed her mind. Connie thinks she sees something in the woods. Something is watching them. Because you can see from their point of view. Oh, totally. I'm guessing, I don't want to say who it is. I'm going to say the letter L. If you read the comics, you'll know who L is. And then if it is L, I'll tell you who it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Okay. Oh, by the way, um, remember I told you the, the, the third spoiler that I never announced? Like, Oh. Ezekiel farts. The Ezekiel farts. Yeah. Um, it was that Rosita was being chased by walkers. Oh, okay. That's what it Man, was. Man, they showed you seven episodes No, in? they listed it and said- Oh, they listed it. They said, okay. yeah. And so that was what I didn't want to say because okay. uh, she's being chased by whispers. Sorry, oh, that's what it was. whispers, okay. That's what it that's was. That's a big deal. That's a big right. spoiler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't mention that. That was the third of the spoilers. Yeah. You're like, I, you f- I've completed the trilogy. <laughs> Everyone's checking off their bingo card now. They got it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Daryl arrives at Hilltop. He hugs Tara. He's greeted by Jesus and Aaron because um, he hasn't seen them in a while, I guess. Aaron tells him Rosita is in the infirmary, but Eugene is missing. And he says, oh, we're, uh, I was just leaving. We were leaving, and we need a good tracker. Daryl, you want to come with us? He's like, all right. He kind of looks he, to he just Tara got there. almost like for permission. She's like, go, go on. Yeah, but go. he just got there. Literally. Let him pee and take a shower. Okay. So the dog runs out of Hilltop. The dog has two options. Left or right. He's like, dog. And he, he ran. Just, he just goes. And they follow the dog. But how did the dog know to go left? How did it know? They didn't. They should give him like Eugene's shirt or something to sniff. And even so, you wouldn't know which way he went. How? Which barn? Which Eugene, way are we going? Don't forget Eugene and Rosita left from Alexandria, not Hilltop. That they, ugh, How did the anywhere. dog... I Granted, they said the dog was smart. But how do you know which way they to run? They had no idea. I'm, call, I'm calling 
Seventeen twenty fifths dog bullshit. Doggy bullshit. Dog is fast though. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So scenes for next week. Daryl, Jesus, and Aaron are staring at a herd that's walking in circles. We've seen this already in the trailer for season nine. Jesus says they're just milling around. Have you ever seen this before? And Aaron says, no, never. So this must be before they found Eugene, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because their behavior is so strange. Right. Rosita wants to get up out of bed and help Eugene, and they say they'll be fine. And, and she says, he will not be fine. He will not be all right. Uh, Jesus tells the three, uh, Daryl, Jesus, and Aaron, this is not a normal herd. It was looking for me. Yeah, yeah, he did. He and says, he said, uh, uh, Rosita can attest to that, too. He goes, when you they've find already her. come back twice looking for That's me. That's so scary. Yeah, he says, Rosita will, will back up what I'm saying. And Aaron said, Aaron gets uh, a walker to bite his metal arm uh, so he can kill it with his right hand. Mm-hmm. Jesus flying kicks through the fog. <laughs> through the fog. And then Daryl hears the whispers say, keep them together. That actually sounds exactly like it. That was really You good. like that? That was really I'm good. I'm a whisper. <laughs> okay, so on Talking Dead, Matt Linz, who plays Henry. Yes. Who's the third Linz. Big Henry. Michael Cutlitz was on, who looked uh, good without his goatee. And, and yes, he is blonde. Yep, and Madison Linz, who played Sophia, is now an annoying teenager. <sighs> she is annoying. And there, and so Hardwick was like, you should come back on the show now as another character because you're not the little girl anymore. No one, you don't look like Sophia. Yeah. But she was like, yeah, it was like a great part of my life. It was like my childhood. She was like, it was a distant memory. Yeah, but like a good memory of my like childhood. A good one. Like it was so long ago. I guess if you're 18, whatever. Yeah. Then seven years ago was a long time. I kind of felt like get off the couch, but okay. Yeah, I was like, ah, you're annoying. Like, I, like you, your, gonna, I like your brothers better. You're gonna milk this forever. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, um, Michael Cutlet showed the promo for his new TV show, The Kids Are All Right, where they show they call <laughs> the them Walking, walking Dad. Dad. I like that. That was cute. Uh, ShopTheWalkingDead.com. You can get Daryl back a Daryl backpack with wings. Do you I have, have that? I have the bigger version of that. I'm sure you do. I wear it to all the cons. But, uh, at prison? No. Conven- oh, the conventions. Yeah. We got to talk about a convention in a minute. Hold on. I uh, guess we do. Yeah, okay, okay. Yes, we do. Now, did you notice Daryl lost one of his wings? What? On his vest, there's only one wing. So before the apocalypse, he lost half of the wing, his angel wing. Yeah. When they killed Gregory, half of his wing was gone, which I felt like you're not such a good guy after all. And now, whatever happened in the past six years, he lost the other half of the wing. So now he has one wing. Mm -hmm. What happened there? Dan Fogler uh, teases a big musical event coming up on the show. I'm guessing that's the fair. Yeah. And then the scene for next week, Eugene telling Daryl and Aaron they have to get out of there before the herd comes back. Uh, he says, oh, we saw, the, so uh, they say, oh, we saw the tracks. The herd left. And this is what Eugene says, they've already been through here twice. They're looking for me. That, we know, but I mean, not knowing, that would be terrifying. Right. Would, wouldn't you? I mean, uh, my God, after all these Wouldn't years, you look in the barn? I fear the, mm, I'm saying, might be in the barn more likely than in that tree. It's yeah. in the barn. Uh, when they're looking for me and Rosita, we heard them whispering and Aaron asks if he means talking. And Eugene asks, he says, ask Rosita, she'll corroborate. Of course, she's not there to corroborate. No. The dog barks and the walkers are outside. Stupid dog. Stupid dog. Dog. Shut up, dog. Chris Hardwick had some nice words to say about our buddy Stan Lee. Yeah. I say buddy, I just mean like, you know, he's everybody's buddy. Well, you did like hang out with him on a plane and... No, no. 
Hardwick I hung out oh, with. Oh, yeah. He called Stan Lee his buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. Stan I Lee's not my buddy. I, I feel like Chris Hardwick's I our buddy. I thought you said our buddy Chris Hardwick. No, no, he is our buddy. Yeah, he is. All right. He's not He's not our MIPS. He's not MIPS, but... By the way, speaking of MIPS, my friend Sebastian Sazi, who <laughs> was in uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. My pal no longer, Sebastian. My pal Sebastian. He's in first place again in my fantasy football he's league. kicking your butt again? Not no. kicking my butt. He's eight and two, and I am... Uh, no, he's nine and two. And I'm seven and three. Oh, Mips. I'm in second place. I had some injuries. I'm Mips bouncing back. Mips is good. I, he's that good, I guess. Yeah, we both won big this week. We didn't play each other. So I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> don't have don't have celebrities in your league is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, next week uh, on uh, Talking Dead, Robert Kirkman. Yay. Okay, this is for the people who miss me saying, L'Angel. <laughs> uh, next week, Ross Marquand. Marquand. <laughs> and a surprise cast member. Oh. Uh, okay. That could mean someone's dying. I know Chris O'Hara always says, it doesn't mean someone necessarily died. Here's what I think it means. I think one of the main whisperers will be shown, and that actor or actress will be we'll on. Be on. Yeah. So with, with, with and without mask. Right. I feel like we may have seen a whisperer. That one of the main whisperers has a very distinct characteristic. Okay. And one of the walkers in the coming attractions has that characteristic. So I think it might be one of the three. I think I know the characteristic. Well, I'll tell you when the mic's okay. off. Well, I'll tell you now. I'll okay. turn the mic's off. Okay. Okay. They got, got yep. I, think, I, 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 I think when I turned the mic back on, you may have said half a word. I said, That's okay. Uh, it's a teaser. You may have heard a syllable. I'm sorry. What? Were you, did you say you were crying? <laughs> Don't cry, Jay. You didn't give anything away. So I thought for a second you were crying. No. Uh, next episode is called Evolution. Here's the description of the episode. A small rescue mission braves a dangerous herd in their hunt for a missing comrade. That's Eugene. Only to discover a surprising threat that could doom them all. The Whispers. Oh, man, this is getting so good. Now, again, I'm not telling you what the Whispers are. If you don't already know and you didn't Google it, you don't want to know. But a couple of people are like, wow, next generation of Walker. They've evolved. The next episode is called Evolution. Yeah. We'll find out next week from what I'm guessing. Yes. It's. Uh, oh, do we want to talk about the convention? Yeah. So uh, coming up, now it's the day after Z100's Jingle Ball in New York I know, again. It's December 8th and 9th. Now, last time I was sick. Yeah. But it wasn't after Jingle Ball, right? No. There was some reason I slept because I was sick. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we could do Sunday. No, it's football. What are you crazy? Oh, I don't know. No football. So I got to I gotta be. Mips. Oh yeah, all right. I gotta concentrate. I gotta plan and strategize. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. We're okay. I gotta be. I gotta make sure. I, any last minute injuries. I gotta oh. sub people in. Don't, you don't know how it works. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is this something in your eye? Are you crying? No. Just. It looks like you're crying. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It said something was in your eye. Sorry. Okay. So. Uh, the convention, December 8th and 9th in New Jersey? Yes, it's so it's the Walker Soccer Convention, which is worldwide now, but now this is the New Jersey one, which is here every year in December in Edison. It's at the New Jersey Convention Center, yes, right? Yes, and tickets are on sale now. And basically... Google long, it. So celebrities at this one are Norman Reedus, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Chandler Riggs, Tom Payne, oh, Nadia Hilker, Magna, yeah, Michael Cudlitz... Uh, Alana Masterson, Caitlin Nacon, Kari Payton, Cooper Andrews, Jerry, Seth Gilliam, Ross Marquand, Marquand. Stephen Ogg, okay, Austin Okay, they're Emilio. all there. They're all there. Like, I'm still scrolling. They're all, like, they're all coming. Okay, this is a great convention. Woo! 
Plus, this is so good. there's also like lookalikes and people yeah, dressing up. It's so and then much there's fun. there's a ton of sci-fi booths, people selling stuff. Oh, a lot of Walking Dead stuff. I'm excited to go. Now, this is my favorite convention, by the way. Corey, our buddy who works for PR, yes. he's already told us. Like last year, if you remember last year on the podcast, we interviewed like six or seven people. Oh my gosh, including Scott Wilson. Um, I know. Um. Oh no. I can't Okay, stop that. Oh, I love him. Yeah. What, David Lee Roth? No. Scott Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, I know. Anyway, we got to do interviews. We interviewed Cutlets. I told him to suck my nuts. It was great. Mayhem, Greg Nicotero, everybody. And then we went, we met everybody. Yes. We took pictures. They remembered us. We took a picture with Scott Wilson, who remembered us and gave us a hug. Cooper Andrews served cobbler. Do you remember when Scott Wilson gave us a hug? I know, he asked for a hug. He did. He said, oh, you guys, a hug. Have fun. Oh, David and Jamie. Have fun. Oh, there you go again. All right, calm down. Oh, Get a tissue. All right, so we're excited. We're going to go again. Yeah. The last time we got we got pictures with... Uh, JDM. Yes. With Ron J- Perlman. Yeah, for, oh, Ron Perlman is awesome. Uh, he sniffed me. He did, yeah. And yeah. Cooper Andrews, all those people and got Cooper IDs Andrews, from and yeah. pictures. and Yeah, we had a great time. Yes. So I think we'll probably go Saturday the 7th. The 8th. The 8th. Right, the 7th is Z100 Jingle yeah. Ball. So don't expect me to be there at 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. I, have, be, I have an event that morning, so I can't go to the Oh, afternoon. I have an event that morning. I'm hosting uh, skating in Central Park. Look at you. Fancy doing so appearances and stuff. If you want to come and skate, I can skate, but I'll cheer you on. You could slide across the ice and fall <laughs> on your butt. Uh, yeah, I do that without you know, without oh, any help. All right. You don't cry when you fall, though, right? <laughs> no, okay, I don't. Okay, go, okay, right, right, right. I'm just embarrassed. I start right. laughing. I don't have an embarrassed song yet. <laughs> I, I get, I get oh, one. No. All right. Well, listen, this was a great episode. Yes. Mid-season finale. That will now. Oh, by the way, last Walker Stalker Con that we went to was the day. It was a Saturday, right? Yeah. Right. And Chandler Riggs was there, and we didn't yes! talk to Chandler Riggs. Oh my god! And then the next day he, he died. died. Well, he got yeah, he yes! got bitten. Oh my gosh! It, it was happened. the finale. It happened. So the the timing is off this year. Yeah. Because it was we went the weekend of the mid season finale, right? Y- yes. Right. Carl we didn't got know bitten. What was happening? Carl yes, got bitten. Right. Episode eight. So, so episode eight this time is going to be a week earlier. Yes, you're right. Right. Yep. Well, two weeks earlier. Two weeks earlier, actually. Right. Because which, it was like the same exact Right. They started the season earlier this time, which coincided with Day of the Dead. They got the Rick episode on yes, on November 4th. Like the, yeah, okay. So I'm excited about going. Me too. Um, and I, because I, in December, they'll be on break. Yep. So it won't be like we're going to miss anything. No. We'll be able to ask everybody about this half a season. Uh, 100%. And we're going to, I told you, we'll, we'll do a preacher episode maybe. But uh, yeah, uh, I, we, don't, I, we don't go on vacation, at least our morning show. Until the 21st of December. Yep. So we should be able to give you podcasts mostly all the way through to that. And then... And then uh, two weeks off. No car studio. Um, I'm two weeks off Boom, boom. Off Enjoy your vacations, everybody. Yep. Boom, no boom. car studio. No cars. No Dodge car studio brought to you by Dodge. Brought to you by our, fr- our friends, friends at Dodge. Dodge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Sales is working on some sponsors for this oh, podcast. Oh. Oh. We'll see. That's awesome. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to okay, ruin it. Okay, that's awesome. But if we get them, it's because our fans are very loyal. Oh, we love you guys. And uh, yeah. We, we couldn't do it without you. That's correct. For the people. For the people. Yeah. So if we get a sponsor... It would mean a lot to us. It would mean a great, you know, feather in our cap, and it would be because of you guys. So if we don't get it, we still love you, and you're all very loyal, (laughs) and we appreciate that. So with that said, it is definitely time. What time is it? Do you want to cry again? No, no, no. Because I'm ready. Uh, No, I'm not going to cry anymore. Okay. Okay. All right. It's time to shut shut this shit shit down. down.